Welcome back to the Navitech podcast. So in this episode, we're just going to talk a little bit about uh, the television industry. And I think a lot of movies are going to be going to streaming services instead of displaying them at theaters. We're going to talk a little bit about Elon Musk's new internet service, which is called Starlink. We're going to talk about some rumors and about the merch Apple Live event. So let's get into it. There's a lot of rumors about Apple's new iPad Pro. I'm really excited to see some of these new features, like um, a little bit better display, mini LEDs. That would be really cool to see a faster pen, better processing, um, maybe a thinner design, smaller bezels. Um, that would just be really cool to see since um, the iPad Pro that's out right now, the one they released um, in 2020, it got some, it did have some incremental upgrades, but it was pretty much the same as the iPad from 2018. It had a slightly different processor, but didn't even yield really any different performance. The biggest upgrade in that iPad was the camera. So it it had two lenses, so you could do ultra wide and stuff like that. But I think this upgrade could be focused a lot more on productivity um, and work like that. So maybe faster performance, a better display, um, maybe a better camera. It'd be cool if they added three lenses. Some of the rumors do say that. But I think it's about time that they do upgrade their iPad Pro. I think, though, I just, I do still think that the iPad out right now is still good and definitely don't upgrade if you have it to this new one, but I would still like to see Apple innovate in this section, especially since now Samsung's Galaxy tabs, um, they release one a new one every year, so it would be good if Apple fo uh, followed in its footsteps. So I think it would just be cool if um, they put in better processing, a better display, um, maybe changed iPad OS and made it even more like a desktop OS. Um, that'd be really cool to see. I think this could happen in the March live event. So in the middle of March, Apple's going to do an event. And that would just be really cool to see those upgrades. So there's been a lot of rumors about Apple's iMacs. And I'm really excited to see what they come out with. An M1X chip, higher processing power. Some cool new rumors have come out since my last podcast. So I just really want to fill you guys in on this. And just kind of give you the briefing on what's happening in the Mac world. So... Um, let's first just talk about, um, Apple's March event. So, I don't think we're gonna see an Apple RMAC, um, at this time, but it would just be so cool to see that, since Apple did release, uh, three RMACs last year, but it would be cool to see, uh, maybe improved design or something like that, since those were pretty much just the same design, so it'd be cool to see, um, just a new design. So... Yeah, there's been some rumors, and now some people even think the M1X chip could have 16 processing cores versus 12. So that would be a huge performance boost since four cores is uh, a lot of, per gives you a lot better performance. Um, and even around like that, 16 to 24 core range is really the best for Premiere Pro. Since once you go above that range, then you start losing performance rapidly. Since Premiere Pro still can't utilize 
more than like 24 cores, so single core performance is still really important. So if the M1X chip did have 16 cores, of course, yes, it would drain battery life a lot more, but it would give it a, a drastic boost in Premiere Pro. Also, we have some people thinking it could have an 18 core or 16 core GPU. So if we did get those performance gains, that would make an immense difference in Premiere Pro. So you would see a lot faster um, rendering times, faster live playback, higher frame rates in those playback um, videos. So that would just be awesome to see, especially since you can have the nicest CPU in the world, but if you don't have a good GPU uh, to render those files, then your CPU is going to get bottlenecked and it's not going to have really any performance like it could if it there was a good GPU to companion it. So... Yeah, that would just be cool to see a good GPU too, mm -hmm. so that would be awesome if we saw those performance gains over the um, current 16-inch MacBook Pro. So that would just be awesome to see. Some of the rumors speculate that we could see a 14-inch Mac instead of a 13-inch, and I think that is pretty much the future route for laptops. I think laptops will kind of quit the 13-inch size, <clears throat> since now that the um, bezels get smaller, they can pretty much fit that, um, that higher, uh, screen size, that larger screen size in a smaller, um, chassis. So that would just be, that would just be awesome to see, and I'm excited to see what they do with our map. So there's also been some rumors about the Apple live event. So in the middle of March, their, um, Apple will do a live event most likely, and it would just be cool. Of course, I already mentioned this. Um, they're probably going to release their iPad Pro. But then there's two other mystery devices we don't know about yet. So it would be awesome to see if they can maybe maybe release an iMac. I kind of doubt it. I think we're going to see that more in the middle of the year. Um, since, But yeah, it would just be kind of cool to see that. Um, I don't think they're going to really release anything super special. Um, to take up those two other spots, but I mean, probably the most, um, the product I would like to see the most would be a new Apple TV, since their Apple TV is pretty old, um, it would just be awesome to see an upgrade, maybe with even 8K support, since, yeah, most people, uh, still have a full HD or 4K TVs, but some people do still have 8K, and it would just be nice to future-proof the device, since, as you've seen, um, the Apple TV 4K has been out for a really long time, uh, and they future-proof that with uh, 4K um, output, so it would just be awesome to see 8K output, especially now that HDMI 2.1 supports 8K at 60Hz, so you're no longer limited to that 8K at 30Hz, um, so it would just be awesome to see those um, upgrades. I think that 8K will be the future for television, even though 4K, you won't really see any difference unless if you're close to the TV in quality, but still, it's just cool to future-proof and just really get that 8K output um, in TV since people are always going to want something better and it's um, harder to improve uh, like deeper blacks and stuff like that, and it doesn't look as good as slapping an 8K symbol on your TV um, a box as maybe just saying mini LED since even though that would probably render a better image, people still like to see that AK and be able to brag about their AK TV. 
So I think AK is more of a marketing choice than actual um, video quality and clarity of the image. So, but I still do think that they should feature-proof their new Apple TV with um, 8K at 60 hertz, especially um, with the HDMI uh, 2.1. So now that we're on the television topic, I just really want to talk about where movies are going and where TV is going in general. So because of this um, global pandemic, there's been a lot of um, theaters shutting down and stuff like that. So it'd just be really awesome um, to see more movies moving to streaming, which I think will happen. Since people don't want to have to go into a theater um, during when everything's shut down, you can't order popcorn. Pretty much most of the experience is shut down. So they would much rather sit down and watch a movie on their TV. So as you can see right now, Disney has gone the route of going... Uh, to Disney Plus and H um, DC and Warner Brothers have decided to go to HBO, so I think it would just be um, it'll just be really interesting to see what companies do. Netflix is kind of ahead of the game since they've been uh, their service has been out for years, but I think a lot of companies are going to rely on um, other companies like that to stream their movies. And another question is: Will movies be able to make as much money? Will they be able to um, go past that $2 billion mark? Um, and I think that might be really hard since people aren't going to want to pay for a movie after they've been paying um, up to $30 a month for a subscription. Why would they want to do that? Um, and $30 a month, even if you get millions of people to sign up for that, you're really not going to um, make the same money. Um as you would if you were releasing multiple movies a year that make over a billion dollars. So I think companies are going to have to think more about the story and not just put in a ton of expensive effects to get get that type of money. So that pushes, that it kind of gives people more competition since now anybody can pretty much put their show um, online and even YouTube can compete with companies like DC and Marvel and Disney. So it really makes people think, do I really want to spend my time watching that movie when I can just go over to YouTube and watch something that's more customized to what I like? So uh, then that just opens a whole new field of really choice and competition. Since, um, yes, you don't just go to the theater um, just to see that movie, you also go for the experience, the big screen, the loudspeakers, the popcorn, the soda. But now, since there isn't that anymore, um, now people are going to be forced to start thinking about this. So I think it's going to be super interesting to see what happens, especially now with um, all of the companies having to put their shows, um, their movies on television also. So the last thing I want to cover is Starlink. So Elon Musk made this new thing that um, is called Starlink. It provides internet to your area. Um, it, you just get a satellite dish. It costs around like $500. And then you pay a monthly subscription of $100 a month, which you might think is super expensive for internet, especially um, if you're used to getting a one gigabyte plan for that price. But the thing about this, uh, the thing about this is if you don't have internet in your area, you can... Um, buy this and it's only going to get faster 
So they do this by putting satellites 60 times closer to Earth um, than a normal satellite, so you have better reception um, and better internet. So I think this could be a really new and smart idea since a lot of people don't have good providers, their customer service isn't good, um, their speed isn't good, there's lots of people on, it's just not very good. And they, uh, Yeah, but I think with this, now service can be offered to people all around the world, and it can be really fast, and it can always be improving, since it's a little different than um, have to, having to put like cables in the ground and all that stuff. So I think satellites are kind of the future for internet um, and stuff like that. Cables, yes, people are still going to want to have cable internet and stuff like that, but it's just, I think it's going to be hard for um, them to compete, especially with people who want to move out especially with the pandemic um, right now, people are going to want to move out maybe more closer to the nature and out of the city where internet might not be quite as good. So with Starlink, they can just um, they can just get that instead of having to worry about an uh, internet provider that um, uses the traditional way. So that'll be super cool to see. I think right now it's still in the beta phase, but I think it'll be cool to just see um, some updates there and some better performance. Uh, they say theoretically it can go up to 150 megabytes per second, so um, that's that's pretty good for internet. Uh, but it is really expensive for that speed. You can usually get one gigabyte of speed, um, or at least theoretically, uh, through a cable uh, provider for the same price. But who knows? You obviously don't get those same speeds, as they say you would though that's only in an ideal condition which like obviously nobody's in an ideal condition at least most people so i think it'll be cool to see what um, elon musk does with starlink and just see performance gains in that uh since yeah even if you do have technically faster internet through their traditional providers you're not there's going to be so many people on that it's just not gonna offer the same performance um and also um internet latency is another thing to factor in not just speed so it'll be interesting to see what they do with this but i'm personally really excited to see um what performance you can get out of this um and all these new innovations i think are really being pushed right now with uh coronavirus i think everything is just changing a lot Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you liked it, please subscribe. I'm going to be coming out with podcasts weekly. Uh, so just stay tuned. Catch you later. Cut.